welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. I'm back, bitches! How are you? I mean, for now. (laughs) Will you plan on going somewhere? Um, I don't know. I I don't know how much fun you were having with your your Marvel book. I was having... That was... Doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I'll. I don't know. Maybe you want to have fun like that again. I, don't know. I mean, I don't we'll, know how, it, you're, how you're feeling. Well, you know, we were saying though, hopefully those will come, those will come back, you know, in times when we need them. Mm. Um, but, you know, we were, I was keeping the, keeping the, the train alive as, yeah. uh, as it was, as, uh, you know, we took a, you know, Jen took a break, you know, just, we kind of had to take a break in general from recording as normal. Yes. Just because of the, the way the house was. The way everything is, and you know, we're still dealing with some stuff. Still dealing with stuff, which is unfortunate. But for the most part, things are put back together. Like it looks like a house again. Yeah, at least not a, a storage unit. Yeah, there's a new new which carpet. Which is what it looked like for a while. <laughs> yeah, there's a new carpet in here. Things are back where they're supposed to. You know, should they should be. Hopefully, they won't have to get moved again. Hopefully, because I will. I will not be happy if that's the case. Yeah. Well. Uh, I didn't actually realize how much, uh, how stressed out I was until we put everything, we moved everything out of the living room. Why is that? And then all of a sudden I felt better. Oh yeah. That's, that's and how I was like, Oh, cause I didn't even realize that it was affecting me. And then yeah. once things were back, I was like, Oh, I feel so much better. And I didn't even realize that I didn't feel better. Yeah. That's my constant. That makes sense. Yeah. No, no, it makes total sense. That's my constant state of being when things are all mixed up like that. Cause for me, I'm just, it's just something I deal with. And then yeah. once it goes away, I'm like, Oh, it was giving me problems that I didn't even recognize or acknowledge. Well, stressing you out. Cause I mean, everything's. Yeah, there's stuff that's just sitting there just on top of you, or things each other. It was just a mess. It was a fucking mess. Yeah. But it's not a mess anymore, which no. is good. No, we're doing our best to keep things in order here. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to have Jen back so we can talk about movies and comic books because that's all we're going to do this week. We're all, we're, you know, it's we're going to, you know, still keep it a little bit on the... Shorter side of things because you know you know we could talk about stuff that we've watched, uh, particularly uh, Suicide Squad, which mm-hmm. just came out. Yeah, in the theaters. And and just as a warning up front, when we discuss Suicide Squad, spoiler warning. Oh yeah, no, that, 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 that should be evident in the in the title. Just letting you know. Yeah, but just, just want to make know, sure keep, we say it. You know, just keep an eye out for that. But um, yeah, no, I have I'm trying to think of stuff. I've I've really I mean I've only been watching like. My usual YouTubes and my, uh, um, what is it? My uh, wrestling. I enjoy my 1999 wrestling. So I've been <laughs> yes, yes. That was that was a trip yesterday when you were watching it because just some of the fashion. Oh yeah, took me back to a a time that I'd rather forget. Oh yeah, because I mean there were dude. Every dude had a shiny shirt. I had multiple shiny shirts. Oh, I know everybody. I had shiny shirts, babe. Yeah. Me, <laughs> I had shiny shirts and I had really thin eyebrows and just frosted lipstick that I shouldn't have worn. It, everything, frosted lipstick. Yeah, you know how that like weird like whitey tinge on that like pinkish lip. You know, it's very nineties. I think I, I think I could. Vision, you can. Vision, it, it's yeah. kind of shiny. It's very very shiny, but it's like way too. But pale. you were goth. Yeah, I was, but it still had that like shiny tinge to it. Mm. I mean, usually what I would wear. So the only lipstick I would typically wear, and uh, my boyfriend at the time called it whore red. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was called Gash from Urban Decay, uh-huh. which they still make that color. I just don't think it's the same color. I think it's been reformulated. Right, right. But I used to wear it all the time. I love that fucking lipstick. It was like my favorite lipstick, but it did have that like weird shininess to it. That was very 90s. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's definitely some uh, some choices going on in those uh, in those some of oh, those segments. And the hair, there was so much hair. Oh yeah, it, it, it was it was a time that we lived through. It, it, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I kind of there's part of me that always wants to go back. You know, and watch it or just live there. Live there. Oh yeah, no, everything would be much better if we lived there. Um, but would you want to go back and know what you know now, or do you want to be completely? No, I still want to know what I know now. I want I, I want to retain all knowledge. Okay, but then wouldn't you feel some sort of pressure to like fix what's coming? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. If, don't you want to warn no, people it, about nine eleven? <laughs> if you go back, like, don't you want to warn people about nine eleven? Don't you want to but, warn but people about the pandemic? I don't think global warming. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody will listen to me. You know what? I don't think any, they think you're fucking crazy. Well, they go as fucking crazy, but also, you know. Like, I just feel like people just wouldn't want to listen. Oh, no, no, no. We We had warnings about all of those things that I just mentioned. And uh, and we were just like, "Hmm." Uh uh-huh. I mean, literally literally all that shit, you know, we're just like, oh, yeah, well, that's that that is uh, that is something. And we uh, we don't care because we're Americans. And like literally people were warned about the possibility of 9-11. And they were just like, meh, meh, like high intelligence people. They're just like. It was like, well, do the what happens. <laughs> oh, which, which, by the way, twenty years of nine, twenty years since years since nine eleven. Yeah, within September. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I mean that makes me feel old, but also like. That's when everything started being bad. At least in, in my memory. Yeah, I'm sure shit was shitty before then, but I was younger, so. Yeah, Sugar Ray only had two albums. That's true. Yeah. Once he put out that third, it all went downhill. What's he? <laughs> just sugar. Just the Mark McGrath himself. Mark McGrath, who I've met. Yeah, how'd that go? He was nice. Yeah. I asked him about a song called Disaster Piece that I like from uh, one of their albums. And he said, oh, yeah, that's like our tribute to the Rolling Stones kind of songs. You know? oh. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And I was like, I think a picture. Did you meet him when you were doing like the interview for The Edge or whatever? No, no, he was podcasting. When was he podcasting? He came in for uh, allegedly with uh, Theo Vaughn. Oh, uh, okay. He came in as one of those guys, yeah. and because uh, they they brought in some weird dudes, man. That was like I met Lou Diamond Phillips, and that's right. Uh, fucking uh, the Miz was on that show. Oh yeah, your buddy the Miz. The Miz, uh, yeah. I mean, there was a, there was some 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 uh, some larks. Uh, Ashanti was on there. I, did, I wasn't around there when she was on that, but Ashanti was on it. Uh-huh. I mean, just just a lot of like celebrities, you know. It, it didn't end well. Just not not the Ashanti thing, but just like the uh, you know, just the show in general didn't oh. end well. But yeah. you know, it, that's just what happens. I was like, when, oh no, what happened to Ashanti? <laughs> no, she's fine. I was gonna say, I she thought was she podcast. was okay. She was on a podcast. Mm. No, 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 it wasn't Ashanti. It was a uh, Christina Milian. Oh shit! What is she doing these days? I don't know, probably she had that. Which I have on my Spotify playlist. What AM to PM? No, dip it low. Oh, okay. Yeah, that a- was like I remember a AM thing. to PM. I remember that when I worked in the record store. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, the nostalgia factor on some of these things that I watch is uh, is rich. So we and speaking of the nostalgia factor, we still we need to correct this sometime soon. I don't know if it's going to be probably not going to be tonight. What us? Yes, we, we need to watch that uh, Woodstock '99 documentary. 
Oh, yes, we do. Because that, that is a definitive 90s for us. As somebody who I didn't go to it. Oh, no. But, you know, I remember listening to it on the radio. Yes. And uh, and hearing about the the, the, the destruction afterwards. Yeah, I was say, that's when shit started to go down. Cause I, I, remember, think that's what, I think that's when you talk about stuff going bad, like that's when stuff was going bad. Yeah, stuff started. Because I remember they did Woodstock a couple years leading up to that, and it always went okay. Well, they did it like in 94? The, yeah, yeah like that's in right, 94. 94. Yes. Why did they do it again? Why did they have to do it again then? Probably because it was super successful. Because I remember watching it on MTV. Do you remember oh, when, yeah, in 94 yeah. when you're watching on MTV and it yeah. was like awesome and like Green Day had like a mud thing. There was like a mud fight during Green That's Day. That's right. I remember Green Day had yes. the mud thing. It was, really the, disgu- it was really disgusting. It was people, gross. Because people were eating the mud. Yeah, but they were having it a was, great time and like the chili peppers came out. I remember that. Was that the one they were wearing the, uh, maybe maybe this was 99. They were just wearing socks. Oh, was that the socks thing? I'm pretty sure they just I thought wore they socks. came out, there was one where they were dressed up like light bulbs. Oh, I don't remember which one. I thought. It, was pro- it was probably the socks thing, though. It was probably, it was probably in 94. It was 94. Because yeah. I, I rem- very distinctly remember watching it on MTV. And then I, I went over to a friend's house. Cause, and somebody had the Woodstock 94 like soundtrack. It was a double CD. Mm-hmm. So it, which was uh, was a, it on tape? No, it was a double CD. But it was the fat, you know, because the fat cases when fat they had case. the two CDs. And we would listen mm-hmm. to like the Green Day shit. And they would play like when I come around. It was all, for, and we would just have like a really great time, like because I was what 15, 14, 15. Yeah, yeah. So we were having a good time. And then like ninety nine comes around, and it just like burns down. <laughs> Think about becoming a fat CD collector. Oh, you know what? I can't remember the last time I've seen a fat CD. I don't think well, they don't. They can't. You no, know make... I mean like even in like a used store. Oh really? I can't even remember the last time I've seen one. Man, but I remember be... that it was like this. It's like a book. Oh yeah, no. Back then, it was those were those were some things. Because before the, it was before the you know the digipack, mm-hmm. you know where they would kind of consolidate with the cardboard sleeves and everything like that, which you know was fine unto itself. But uh, man, yeah, I remember the fa- man. I remember those CDs. I wonder, I wonder if I just started collecting that. Just threw out everything I have now and just sold it and just started collecting fat double CD cases. Yeah. Or sometimes, sometimes you get the real fat with the triple CDs. Oh yeah. You know, or you could usually fit. Well, the double CDs you could fit depending on the case. You could fit like more than like. Yeah. You could also fit like a third CD in there. Sometimes I did have some back in the day, um, where it was like four CDs mm. and like one of those fat things, mm-hmm. but then they started getting like creative. So then it was like a, a book, like, like a literal, like a book, a taller book Yeah, where they were like four. And I had a couple of them. I had like the black box, which is like a goth compilation, I think put out by Cleopatra at the time. I had the black box. I had, there was another one because the black box was the fat four set. And then the mm-hmm. other one was the tall. I don't remember. I had, a, I had a shit ton of them, all sorts of any Cleopatra compilation you could find. I fucking had. No, it. I believe it. It just reminds me, reminds me of that. Ted Podberry bit about box sets. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you know, I like to own something from the Oak Ridge Boys, but how about I own ever something? God damn it! How about I own everything by the Oak Ridge Boys? You know, including all twenty six remixes of Elvira. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah, no, I don't. I, I, I as obviously, we're killing time here. We yeah, we're just talking. We're just talking. Because it's been a while since I've had Jen on the show. You know, we've done this. and uh, 
it feels it's good. It's been a while since I've come to co-host my own podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's been a, it's been a while because I was I was handling the I was talking about characters like the big man. The big man. The big man. These are all so some of these characters died. And it was pretty cool. The hmm. big man, and I also talked. I, 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 I occasionally I would open up one of these things and I get like Phoenix, and it's like four pages. Oh. And they'd be like, "Fuck," because <laughs> I have to read. Because because I kind of like you know I'm keeping true to myself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know I have to like read the whole thing, but I don't want to. But I have to because I'm doing it for the podcast. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So let's uh, take a break though. And uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about Suicide Squad. Greetings, guys and ghouls. I'm the Invisible Dan Cologne, and this is The Monsters That Made Us. Join Monster Mike Manzi and I on the last Friday of every month as we celebrate all of the spooktacular characters and films in the Universal Studios' classic monster series. From the Phantom of the Opera to The Creature Walks Among Us, we sink our teeth into all the gory details as we dissect the films that gave us some of the most iconic movie monsters of all time. The Monsters That Made Us is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more information, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Stand your baby! (laughs) Fuck that, man. Stand that job. Stand that baby. I mean, I'll stand sandwiches. (laughs) You know, I'll stand, like, meals I've had. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we could bring this conversation to the pod if you want. Talk about standing babies. Well, well, why don't you? Well, we're already recording. Oh, hey, we're back. So I guess we got, maybe why don't you explain? Yeah. So as everybody knows, I have a tendency to fall down different holes, uh, obsessions. So my current spiral and obsession is law and order, organized crime. And I desperately want. Olivia Benson and Elliot Stabler to fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pretty much, I watched it when it premiered. This is when, like when SVU premiered, like even back then, like in 99, I was like, those two going to fuck. Oh no, he's married. It's okay. Will they, won't they, whatever. And then, then he left and I didn't care about the show anymore, but now he is back and now they must fuck. Anyway. So <laughs> there was like a little, I don't even know if it was related to Law and Order, but every once in a while in the fandoms, and even in the old ones, like in the X Files fandom, which X Files fucking premiered in 1993, dude. Mm-hmm. But there will be like these kids who are like 15, 16 years old now, now, who are fans of the show from then, like that they found on like streaming services, and they think it's weird that older people are fans of those things, so they get all pissy about it on Twitter. So apparently like some person, I don't know. I never saw the tweet. I just heard. Well, I saw like a that, uh, that statement you just made unto itself. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Doesn't make any sense because people. Okay. So somebody born. God, I just did. I did math in my head. Oh, because, no. You know, it's going to be bad, isn't it? You, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, they're, they're 15 now. And it's like, well, that means they were born in like 2006. Right. Okay. Oh my God. They, they were, they were, they, they, the, oh, I'm going to go midsummer myself. <laughs> they were created. <laughs> they were created. They're, they're, they turned, they became, they were fetuses they, and turned into babies in the year 2006 when I was 26. I went to grad school. That was my first year of grad school. Was it? Yeah, 26. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was that the Harvard one? No. Oh. No, the Harvard thing was an extension school, but it it was Emerson, but 
because my program was three years. Yours was two. Oh, so I was already sense. there for a year. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so 20, oh, oh my God. Yeah, so, so that's ridiculous. But, so but, yeah, but, but, but they but, were but, like. Just unto itself, it may, doesn't make sense because. Makes no sense. Well, I'll, I'll finish this thought, but go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, okay, so just the idea of somebody being like, hey, old person, hey, I'm a 16-year-old or whatever, and I... It's, I think it's weird that you like something. I think it's weird that you like something that was on when you were 16. Yeah. And you and, and, I, and I watched that shit on tube TVs. Dude, I used to take... We didn't have HD. No, I, I used to record the X-Files to VHS <laughs> so I could watch it again. Yeah. And I would label them and I would have a list in the thing of which episodes. And because if I threw my TV guide away, guess what? I didn't know what they were called. So it would be stuff like the green bug one, like mm -hmm. to make me remember what it was because it, if I didn't get my dad before he threw the TV guide away. I didn't know what the title of that episode was. Dad, don't throw the TV guide away! <laughs> and of course my dad would listen and would go in the trash. So I, a lot of times I would have no idea what the title of the episode was. Dad, I have to read the cheers and jeers. And if you missed it, you just have to wait for it to rerun. Well, and you know what? If it's something like Home, it might not ever fucking rerun. The episode Home. Right, right. Files, the creepy one, yeah. That fucking thing never reran. So if you didn't see it, you ain't gonna see you, you it. You gotta wait till those till DVDs were created. no until like VHS. Sometimes they would release VHS. Oh, the box sets, yeah, box yeah, yeah, sets. Yeah. But who the fuck could afford that? Like I couldn't at, on my fourteen year old babysitting money. <laughs> like also, I mean, that's a lot of that's a that's a big commitment getting all those tapes. Oh yeah, there was no. You think my mother was gonna allow me to bring that many tapes into the house? <laughs> I'm anti tape. We can only have ten tapes in the house. You know, she'd be like, "It takes up too much space." Look she'd at all be right, this shit. Oh, she would be right. She would be right because think about it this way: before for for folks that watch WWE like wrestling on like all these different streaming services and. Uh, like net with the network, you know, Peacock or whatever. When I was 16 mm -hmm. and I wanted to watch a pay-per-view, I had to, first of all, buy, first of all, convince my father or could you know, or convince him that it was cool to buy a pay-per-view. Right. Which were usually around 20 to 30, 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so there's that. And then if I wanted to see it, Again, I had to, I had to, I had to watch it when it happened, right? And then I'd have to make sure I taped it if I wanted to watch it again. Yes, because I can't. Because well, if, 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 if I wasn't gonna be able to watch it again until WWE released it on home video, which probably wouldn't have been until like six months down the line, right? Or at least it didn't. It wasn't an immediate thing, right? Because they had to do all sorts of you know technical shit to it. Yeah. Before they can release it to you know as a, as a full video release, but I mean that's that's it. That was yeah, it. Like, that's how it was. That's how it was, man. You know, and it, it so so for so so for the fact that these kids are just saying. Well, they're saying that, that it's weird that people are fans yeah. of things, and and I mean especially if you're talking about something, Law and Order. Has like SVU itself, but just Law and Order in general, mm -hmm. is very old. It's been on. Like but, the original one, 
It's been on forever. And even before that, there was what? Homicide, Life on the Street? That's right, yeah. There it was, was what, in the 80s? No, well, it was 90s. It was probably 90s. Yeah, you're right. Because that's where Munch came from. That's right. That's right. They had We had to wait until Munch was done with, with homicide, homicide before he came to, up to do SVU. SVU, which was like 90, 99. 99. Yeah. So that show's been on since 1999. Okay, SVU's been on that fucking long. And then there's these kids being like, it's so weird that like old people are fans of them. You shouldn't be standing TV shows. You should be standing your job or standing your baby. <laughs> it's just like, what do you think adulthood is? <laughs> yeah, right. That's that, that's a, that's that's a very good point. As 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 somebody who was a child, yeah, and, and then became a teenager, and then became an adult, a young adult. Oh, young. And young. then an adult. And then in like a proper like grown man. Yeah. A grown ass man. Yeah. And I've realized that shit don't change. Yeah, right. Even though it does. Well, that, I think that's the thing. Because look, I still love pro wrestling. Oh, I know. And I will never grow out of that. But no. I also will... You know, being a childless couple is doubly, doubly uh, uh, aggressive in the sense that I have to, you know, I, I could, I could imbibe so much stuff. Oh yeah, we don't have to worry without, about without kids. restrictions. Yeah, because there's no kids. And I'm an, but I'm an adult. These are kids, you know, but 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 sixteen year old kids who, you know, all your only responsibilities are go to school, go to school. Maybe play a sport, hang out with your friends. Right. You maybe know? get a job. I had maybe, a job. Maybe, maybe get a job. Even if you're younger, than, you know, say if you're you know younger than sixteen or yeah. whatever. But I mean, yeah, I I just I think it's like it's a it's very telling to be like they don't and and, and I get it they're young and they don't know but they have such an odd idea of what it is to be an adult. You don't stop liking things or experiencing new things or, or finding new fandoms that you might like just because you turn 24. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to stop being a fan of something. That's like literally all of entertainment is based around fandom yeah. <laughs> at this point. Like game of Thrones comes on. And what do you think? Like all the 40 year olds on their couch are just going to be like, I cannot watch this. I am no longer a fan of things. <laughs> Just, just, like you know what I mean? Just like, there, what just, is that? Just somebody sitting there with their remote by them's like, mm. just like I'm sorry, I can no longer enjoy any sort of entertainment or have any excitement or ship any characters, and you're just like, who do you think, like, writes this shit? Like, who do you think buys these things? It's people who are adults who have disposable income. Yeah, we, got the, we got the fucking money. You it's got the, shit. It's the reason this shit exists in the first place. It exists for people like us who have the money. Exactly. So I'm just, I'm just kind of like. Once you have the money, you have the power. And then you get the women and the bees. And the bees. What, what is it? Oh, he's like. What was he talking about? Sugar. Have the sugar, you have the. <laughs> I can't remember. Whatever Homer had, sugar, like a big pile of sugar that didn't have glass in it or something. I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember it rained and it all went away. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah. Speaking of this, they said Simpsons. Simpsons have been on. Since 1990, when right. I was, we were 10. 10. We were 10 years old when it 10 premiered. years old. It's still on today. Yep. And 
if some kid's like, oh man, you can't like The Simpsons, man. I, feel like you know, I was literally 10 years old when it premiered. What I was there about? when it started. Yeah. That's kind of the thing. When you want like, to oh. blame somebody? Blame The Simpsons for being on as long as it has. Yeah. Seriously. You know, there's, if you feel for being that, so fucking quotable that we literally sit here today, decades after episodes air, and fucking quote it. I'd say about 10% of my life is reciting <laughs> Simpsons quotes. That's pretty much all I think, my brain I, think, is. I think you could probably, if you went back, <laughs> if you looked at my entire life, all 41 years and some odd months, you could say, okay, well, there's a, if there's a pie chart, yeah, there would be a sliver of it. I'd say about, let's say, say about 5%. Yeah. Like, but it's, we just, it's like, you know, it's, it's something. Yeah. That's me reciting Simpsons quotes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that sliver in there. The yeah. rest of it's pro wrestling. Like, if you looked at my brain, there's a significant area that is like there's Simpsons a- quotes, Futurama quotes, X-Files references. Oh, they're, they're, they're mine. Drag race references. Like, it's all in. And that's like what, you know, it comes out of my mouth. And it. And that's what adulthood is. And then also memes and then like gifts. Like, <laughs> and then they just sort of gifts. fall. <laughs> Out of my mouth, yeah. So I mean, my, like, this gift fell out of my mouth <laughs> on, on Twitter, anyway. Um, but you know what I mean? Like that's what adulthood is. I'm like, you don't stop liking things just because you get married and have kids, and that's kind of especially if you marry somebody that like likes the same shit that you do. It's also kind of bleak to think that once you hit a certain age, you just don't like anything anymore. But you know what it is? Is that and this is this is this is the bigger issue? Is that I feel that God damn it. I just even hate even talking like this, but like kids today. Nah, I just no, no, no. Let me let me say let me say this. Yeah, like youngsters today, young people today. Like, I feel like maturity, like actual the actual concept of maturity, doesn't occur to them until much later into their adulthood. Well, I think that that is also a spinoff of because it didn't occur to us until much later in our adulthood. So now they have longer. Yeah, Does that make sense? Like it just out. gets later. Yeah. Later and later. Like for Gen X, it happened at this time. For us, it was later. For actual like mm, legit yeah. millennials, it was later. And then like Gen Z, they're going to be like 67 before they're actually they go, like, adults our, like, or Because like our parents, you know, like it was always a thing where it's, it was a thing where you know, you you were a teenager and then you turned 18 and then you were an adult. Right. And that's when adult things started. Right. You know, and, you know, you had to become, you know, either you went to war or you went to, you know, factory to, to the factory or you did whatever it is you that you did. You got a job, yeah. You know, and uh, now now that, that barrier has, has been pushed back. Right. You know, and it just, it keeps getting pushed back yeah. because of the, you know, of, you know, things like fucking social media yeah and you know the the fact that we they interact they, they all since they talk to each other yeah because that's the thing before back in the day oh, like, we didn't talk to like fucking I, anybody no we didn't talk to anybody i i was chat rooms were like a revelation yeah chat rooms were a thing where like and i i know, I know we're supposed to be talking about suicide squad and we will we'll get there we'll get there because it's really i mean i, I honestly had not a there's not a ton to talk about yeah but there's there's enough um but it's a revelation. Yeah, it was a revelation because I remember like chat rooms or things where like you, uh, you you get together and you're like, oh my god, I'm talking to somebody 
that is in another state. Right. And I'm going to say something stupid to them. Yeah. You know, or whatever. You know, oh, my God, is that a girl? Yeah. I think it's a girl. Oh, hey, how's it going? Hey, tell her. Tell you. I remember the one time we were at a teacher's house, and he's one of those cool teachers. Oh. You know, and he was like, he had like, you know, a a computer Uh with AOL on it. yeah. And you know we all all the all of us guys on the track team were upstairs on the chat room, yeah, talking to somebody. Well, that was you know, also the thing; it was a group experience because I remember my sister and I would go over to Susie's house, and we would all get on Susie's internet account on AOL, and all three of us would say, "Type this, yeah, into the chat, yeah." And it was like a thing that, like, you because. Instead of because we didn't have our own computers, no, it was like the family computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so, but now, now it's like since you have social media, you can literally fine tune those communications to the most minute details and, right. and, and be and be as vitriolic or as uh, sunshine and rainbows, sunshine and rainbows as you want to be. Right. You know. So it's it's really you know, and that, and that definitely you know, that definitely has changed the way people look at maturity yeah man this is really deep shit is it i think this it started is. out a conversation about law and order right but I mean, which is a show <laughs> for old people <laughs> we're taking it back oh we're taking but i i'm i'm 100 and i really do enjoy uh law and order organized crime i've reviewed it on my blog all eight episodes i think there were eight i don't remember there were seven or eight um, so I reviewed those. You can watch them. Uh, you can watch me discuss why Chris Maloney is very handsome. Um, and then, the, you know, have a good time. Yeah. So jensansfield.wordpress.com if you yeah. want to read all that. Yeah, check those out. Make sure, make sure you, you frequent that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, since we're talking about things that we do, YouTube, Hero <laughs> 79 I, um, I posted a new video after about a month or so. Because I hadn't, I didn't have since I was in Buffalo. I didn't have my computer with me to work on it, so I did open. I I posted a. This is a little bit of an older video of me uh, opening up an action figure. I so. actually have a question oh, about yeah. your. So, do you only do retro unboxings? Typically, yes. But I but but I did like I had like the one um, Iron Man that Iron Man with the with the hologram head. Yeah, well, see, that was actually that's my question. Did you want to do an unboxing? Oh, of, of your Mando? Of what you bought me? Of your well, I mean, well, I mean, I could, but I mean, do you want to do it with me? Because you're the you're the I can you're I the mean, Pedro Pascal expert. Well, I mean, not expert, <laughs> but we could talk I'm a about PhD in Pedro Pascal. I I did not no, no, I wouldn't even say I have a bachelor's at the moment. You stand him though. Do I stand him? I I mean, I suppose. I appreciate him. You appreciate. He is my my boyfriend, though. You have watched Triple Frontier multiple times, dude. I still love Triple Frontier. I like Triple Frontier a lot. It is the dumbest movie I've ever seen, and I'm just like, it's a dad movie. It's a dad for noon movie. It's now dad movie. Yes, dad for noon movie filled with hot men and guns who make terrible decisions, (laughs) and 
It's just a fun movie <laughs> with weird music cues that you're like, oh, so heavy. They're that'd be so great, that'd, be great, that'd be a great way. Is like, what's this, what's this movie about? It's about hot men with guns who make terrible decisions. It's literally what I called it because I did review it on my blog. I yes, did. Sir. And that's what I call it. It's a hot men making terrible decisions movie. And then you watch Ben Affleck like it's shot in the head. <laughs> Actually, it's that, great. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of a lull moment. <laughs> <laughs> it is because you don't expect it. You're like, oh, okay. But he had it coming. He's so out of coming. Somebody had to die. I'm surprised all of them didn't die. Um, yeah, no, Triple Frontier, great movie. I would recommend it. Yes. Yeah. It's on Netflix, by the way. It, it is. It, it's a Netflix movie. Uh, total dad for nude movie. Just zone out and fucking watch Triple Frontier. But um, as far as the action figure goes, maybe maybe I'll just do a video on it. I mean, I, you know, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if we'll, maybe I'll get some Star Wars people on there to help people help me. Yeah, because you RP bought me or, the Mando, which was very. I didn't even know you were going to buy me the Mando, and then you told me. Well, because I had because I've been looking for it because it's the Mando that with the helmet comes off. Yes, and it also comes with a baby Yoda and his and his little scooter. Yeah, it's really cute, and but that was I didn't open it, even though it came while you were in Buffalo, because I wanted you to see it because it comes with little tiny, and they're really tiny. I'm sure if I open it, I'm going to lose them. Little Beskar thingies and it's got the little um tracking beacon for when he was looking for you i mean it's got all sorts of little things and i didn't want to open it because i was the house was a freaking disaster and mm. i was like i'm gonna lose everything no that comes you, you, with you're this. right to do that so i haven't opened it yet so i was gonna say if you want to open it on your channel where am i gonna keep this figure I don't know. I don't know if I should keep it upstairs. I need to have like a place. We need, we need to get you a shelf for because your... I have my I have a Mulder and I have a Scully. You have your Batman. And I Cat have my Batman, Batman and Catwoman. <sighs> your poor, your poor Batman and Catwoman. What did you do to them? Well, the, the, we know how the Catwoman's arm fell off. Yeah. And then uh, Batman's foot fell off. What are you doing to my figures? I do, I'm not doing anything. I, I put them <gasps> in the box, and the, they they I mean they. Well, he does have because I had because I had to store them in a bag, you know. And in fairness, apparently they're made of peanut brittle because they keep falling apart. I know. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck, Kenner or whatever it is, Hasbro, Mattel, whatever, yeah, whoever in, did it. In fairness, those are the um, animated series versions, and I got them on Black Friday at Jeffrey's years ago. Oh, that's right. I, I, bought I thought, I, thought I bought them for you, but no, no that's I right. bought them myself because I bought them on Black Friday because I was so excited to get them both. But because they're the animated series, they're the Tim uh, Bruce Tim versions, so their limbs are very thin. Yeah, that's so a, that's that a probably thing, cause, cause doesn't help. He's Batman's very top heavy. Yeah, he's he's just like a giant, giant fucking triangle, which is which is a fucking pain in the ass. And Catwoman is she's nothing. She's just a slip of a girl. I will I will fix them, and I, when you get your get a shelf or something, I yeah. will I'll put them on there. But because yeah. so, then I, also, I have my Mando, and I have my um, your Mulder and Scully, and I have my what's her face from the craft, mm -hmm. my pop figure that you bought me, mm -hmm. Nancy, Nancy, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah and my mm -hmm. Mulder and my Scully. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So. Idea. Okay, so Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, we probably should talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about it. I we mean, saw it in the theater. In theaters, which I apparently so is it streaming on HBO Max? Apparently, it is streaming on HBO Max, which I did not realize. I didn't look to see if it cost you any extra money. I'm fine with going to the theater to see. Oh no, it. I mean, if we can, and you know, we are fully vaccinated, mm -hmm. so we've been trying to 
you know, actually go places now, but who knows if that's going to have to change. Um, but so we went and we still wear our masks everywhere. Oh yeah. I Cause I don't trust chuds. I don't, I don't plan on and we, we have. anytime soon. We've been vaccinated since April and both of us still wear our fucking masks and we're usually the only people in the store wearing them, but I don't trust the fucking chuds. So, uh, and it looks like I'm wise because now Delta is here and fucking us all over. But, um, so we, we went to go see it, wore the mask, ate popcorn, put the mask back on, even though the theater was not crowded, there was like nobody there. No, that's the thing. Which kind of surprised me. Well, I mean, it's you know, it's a new movie. They're showing it, showing it a ton of times. So, I mean, yeah, but we went to see it on like a Friday night at like seven. No, Saturday night. Saturday night at like still, seven, six thirty-seven. Yeah. So you'd think people would have been there, but there really wasn't that many people there. No, there wasn't. Surprisingly, um, so we did, but we went to see it in the theater, um, which allowed us to see, which I've seen now twice. The weirdest trailer. <laughs> I think what you're talking about. For that fucking Sopranos prequel. Ugh. What is that called? The Many Saints of Newark. That's right. What is happening in that trailer? Because Edie Falco, who plays Tony Soprano's wife in The Sopranos, plays his mother in the prequel. And that says something about Tony Soprano that I don't think any of us wanted to think about or like contemplate. <laughs> I'm just like really upset. I'm upset by that casting. I get David Chase loves Edie Falco. She's a fantastic ac- actress. Of course you want to use her. But as Tony's mother. <laughs> so just FYI, uh, that's James Gandolfini's son. Oh, it is. Michael, it's Michael Gandolfini, who I'm assuming That's is, his legit son. I mean, I guess it's his son. I mean... Is it his legitimate son? I, I don't know. I, don't. I mean, I, I've never seen the kid before, so I couldn't tell you. I just... And who knows? He could be a perfectly fine actor. It's just James Gandolfini has had a chemistry, had like a presence when he was on screen that not many people do. Oh shit! Joey Diaz is in this movie. Oh, everybody's in this fucking movie. Joey Diaz. Actually, he's got a lot. There's a lot of Marvel uh, connections here because you got. Well, I think it's John Barenthal. I feel like everyone at this point has been in either a Marvel or DC movie. Yeah, I know. Which is John Barenthal, um, and then you have uh, Corey Stoll, who was uh, Yellow Jacket, mm. and uh, was has Ray Liotta been in a, in a Marvel movie yet? I feel like no, has. but don't you feel like he should be like. He could play like one of the like weird space I was thinking monster the, that's guys. That's exactly what I was just gonna say. He should be in like a Guardians movie, and he should be like Ego's counterpart. He could you know? be like, oh, I'm trying to think. Like he could, he could give him a mustache. He could play the stranger. Yeah, he needs to play somebody really fucking weird and cosmic. Yeah, actually, I want Joey Diaz in a Marvel movie now. Um, so yeah, but now guys, I guess I saw the, the in the credits. I was like Michael Gandolfini. Mike, I was like that can't be his son. Well, apparently, you know, but I guess it is. So. I just, I just think it's so weird. And and, and and Carmela plays his mother. Yeah, and that really creeps me out. Like that says something about Tony Soprano that he hated his mother. But now we're going into. But he wanted to fuck his mom, and he actually married her double. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, ew. Yeah. Ew, dude. Ew. So yeah, um, I I keep seeing this trailer, and I'm just like, what am I even watching? Are we gonna see that? 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like, yes, but I don't know if I want to see it in a theater. Like, if it's on HBO, I'll watch it. I feel like I should be watching Sopranos. A lot of people are doing a rewatch, and I feel like maybe it's time for us to do one. Oh, God. That's it's a lot. been so long. I know I tried. I tried to, I was not in the right headspace for it. Maybe, maybe in like the beginning of the pandemic, I started. Mm. Like, and I only got like 10 minutes into that pilot, and I was like, no, not right now. So maybe I can go back to it. I just, maybe it was just too much. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it, it, it was a lot. It's a lot. You know, Tony Soprano is not a likable man. No, but I mean, I loved that show. I mean, yeah. it didn't. I mean, I just, it's hard for me to just watch my people just be horrible representations of human beings <laughs> on a constant basis. You could have been on that show. I could have been on that show. I could have been a great extra. I could have been somebody's cousin. Yeah. yeah you could have been a could cousin. You could have been a, a woman at market. A hundred percent. Woman I at market been... who bumped into Carmela and she goes, oh, excuse me. It's like you go, Stugatz. When did that show? That show was in like the early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. It was like 2006 or seven when it ended, I think. Yeah. So maybe like in the very beginning, I could have played like, you know, the girl Meadow picks on at school. Yeah. Or you could have yeah, Or I could have played so and so's daughter, so and so's cousin. You know, you could have played. You could have played one of Tony, uh, AJ's friends when you yeah. go to the Moodvein concert. <laughs> That's the thing that happened, guys. In in, uh, in in Sopranos, AJ Soprano went to a Moodvein concert, that. It was so and, and and uh, and and to, and Meadow Soprano had to, and uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler had to say, "Are you enjoying Moodvein?" <laughs> I never liked Meadow. Maybe if I rewatch it, I'll like it again. I never liked the kids because I do not care. I realize they have children. I'm just like, shut yeah. up. Shut up. I want to see they're, what they're, Tony's they're, doing. I want to see what Carmela's doing. You want to know what? They're both bums. Yeah. Oh, no. Meta was awful. She was a nightmare. Bums. She was an absolute nightmare. I never liked her. Mm. And I didn't like AJ either because he was just like a, an oaf child. He was an oaf child. He, deserve, he deserves that title of oaf. <laughs> okay, we're supposed to be talking about Suicide Squad. So, well, because well, here's, here's the thing: you could, you could, you could kind of go through it pretty quickly. Well, yeah. So, we saw that trailer, uh, and then Suicide Squad. Um, I will say, I enjoyed it. I liked it too. I, I mean, had as far fun. as far as comparing it to the previous Suicide Squad, oh, yeah, Squad, which I did not like at all. The Suicide Squad, yeah. is a better movie. It's an it's, actual it, movie. It, it's an actual movie. It's much more enjoyable in the sense that it it pays you know it pays uh, service to the comics, yeah. And there's characters that you know all have you know backstories, you know, or at least at least most of them do. I mean, there's yeah. still there's there's still motherfuckers in there that are just like you because you see the trailer and you're like, wow, all these people are in this movie, and you're like, nope, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. They got paid. They got paid good. They got paid real good. Um, and actually, that one of the things that I really appreciated about this movie was people actually die. Not just members of the Suicide Squad, because we have like a whole squad uh, at the beginning who basically just get mowed down. Like Pete Davidson's character. I forget who he plays. Blackguard. Blackguard. Javelin dies. And Javelin's that, uh, he's played by that German comedian. Flula Borg. Yeah. Yeah. So Javelin. We talked about Javelin on the show. Yeah. Uh, 
arm fall off guy who was Nathan Fillion dies. BTK or TDK. Oh, that's his name. I couldn't, couldn't remember. T- it's TDK. But TDK. Well, I, I want to call. I want to say BTK. Yeah. But uh, uh, he eats it and. Which is good because that power looks fucking weird. <laughs> like, I don't know why you would recruit. I don't know why you it would was... recruit him to do something. You need him to die. Yeah, I mean, clearly, I mean, I understand that's why he's there, and also, you know, James Gunn or whatever. Yeah, Savant dies. Savant, who's uh, Michael Rooker. Who's Michael Rooker? With and that. you kind, you kind of get thinking at first that he's gonna maybe be like one of the main guys. Well, yeah, because they start out with him, and I was yeah. like, oh, so he's a main character in this movie. Oh no, he eats it almost immediately. And he gets his head blown up by Amanda Waller. Yeah, um, Amanda Waller, who's great in this movie. Oh my God, Viola Davis is so good. And I, but but, the, but just, just you know, the Amanda character. Waller in general. Amanda Waller in general is, I love her so much because she is such a badass. But I do realize she is a complete sociopath. Oh yeah, she is a monster. But I love her because she's just like takes no shit, gets shit done, and I'm like. Yes. She's 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 so good. Just an aggressively powerful character. Yeah, she really is. It's like you're like it's just something about her her brag her uh not, not her braggadocio, but her like, like her swagger. Just her swagger and just her like ambition to or just just her drive just to yes. be like whatever I'm doing literally whatever the fuck I want to yes. whoever it is. It's just it's it's so cool to see yeah. like that on screen. Well, she's such a she's a really and I mean usually you see this in in male characters, but she's such a character. That's like, the thing. It's as a, I mean because it normally for, it feels it's like it's usually yeah. for men, but she's super complex. She's morally uh, uh she's morally flawed uh-huh. because you know she believes she's doing the right thing for the country. Right, mm-hmm. Amanda Waller believes the the um, the end meets the means, or the means meet the end, or whatever that is. Right, and meets the means, and um, justifies the means, and justifies the means. Thank you, because as long as this thing happens, you know, they go in, they take the records and destroy them from Project Starfish. Then it does not matter how many people died. It does not matter that an entire city is almost destroyed because her goal was to wipe out any trace that the United States had anything to do with project starfish. Mm-hmm. And she's doing that to protect the country. So for her ends justify the means she doesn't fucking care. And you don't usually see that in like a female character. No. And no. her too, like, because they really lean into it in the justice league cartoon and just how brilliant she is. Cause I remember there's that one scene where it's her, Batman, her, and Lex. They're talking about something, and they're like, well, there's only like three, there's only like five people in the world who are smart enough to do this, and f- three of them are in this room. And I can't remember what it's from. It's like at the very end, like when they're getting together, like Lex is there, and and oh, God, I have to go back and this look. This is Justice League Unlimited? Yeah. Or this is just like at the very end when everybody's starting to like come together to fight. Yeah. Just as we're like leading up to that. That's where we get, you know, all that. And we also get Amanda Waller just looking fucking Batman right in the face in that cartoon and calling him Rich Boy to tell him that she knows who he is. Fucking amazing. Yeah. So good. Anyway, so yeah. So. 
everybody dies. And I appreciate that in the Suicide Squad movie. I also appreciate that innocent fucking people get killed in this movie because these people are killers. You know what I mean? Mm. Like these are characters that are killers. So they're just killing people like John Cena and um, fucking Idris Idris Elba Elba just murder all those dudes in the jungle. Yeah. For just cause they're murdering dudes trying to get Rick flag and people are dying and there's blood and there's a dick and like, (laughs) and I'm just like, there's actually blood in this fucking movie. People are actually dying and and dying in horrible ways, horrible ways, which you never see in these superhero movies. Cause it's just like everyone who dies, like is off screen or doesn't matter because they've been like taken over by like a Borg or whatever. Yeah. I thought, uh, I thought Idris Elba was, was good. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, he's always really good and stuff. Oh, I love Idris Elba. He's um, fantastic and very hot. I didn't understand his mask, but I don't I don't know a ton about him from the comics. Yeah. Because it was like a, it looked very uncomfortable because it got super narrow on his face. Yeah, yeah. And just kind of like, like grew on him. Yeah. Too, kind of. I don't know how that thing works. And then it had like weird, like almost like, uh, like alien from alien teeth at the bottom. Did it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, it had like teethies. I just I thought it was just like a smooth mask. It was from like the mouth up and the bottom looked like a grimace. But again, I don't really know what Bloodshot looks like. <laughs> the comics. Yeah, I don't think he looks like that. I think they made him a bit more dark, like grim dark you yeah. know, tones or whatever. Yeah. I mean, at least it looked like it ha- he had a mouth. He had something going on. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, I thought, I, so... Um, that's what I was trying to think of. Like, I was trying to think of like, so John Cena. Uh huh. John Cena's really talented. Yeah. I he's one of those guys who like, as a wrestling fan, you know, I've been very much privy to his entire career, mm-hmm. and you know, and seeing it play out on TV and everything, and seeing him, you know, develop and you know, in different facets of the of uh, entertainment. And he, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for him. Mm-hmm. You know, just the fact that he worked, you know, so hard, you know, to cross over, yeah. you know, because I mean, it's something that's like, yeah, I mean, he does wrestling and he loves wrestling. Sure. And like, he'll be very, he's very much like, I mean, the person, there's a lot of, he's, I'm sure he's a flawed guy. But he seems like a very like dedicated and you know smart guy who generally cares about like you know doing make a wishes and stuff yeah. like that. But also like you know the fact that he started out doing movies like The Marine, yeah, and just doing these like action movies that were going nowhere for him, and they kind of had to like shift. You know, him and his management, they had had a shift and see about him doing comedy stuff because yeah. he, he could be a funny guy. Well, that's the thing. I think, I think he just decided, no, I'm going to lean into the fact that I'm funny. I'm, I've got, I, you know, I've got a person. I've, that, good, he, I've got good timing. He's got, cause he's got good timing, you know yeah. I mean? And especially as a, as a wrestler and all the stuff that he's done, you know, he does out in front of an audience and stuff that he, he's, and he's learned from guys like, like Eddie Guerrero and like JBL and, you know, some of these these veterans, you know, people that have really, you know, have have seen some shit and, you know, he's learned from them. Mm-hmm. You know, Rikishi or whatever. And he, 
was able to find his way back into basically find his way back into Hollywood. Like it was a comeback, you know, I think. And, you know, doing the comedies, but I mean, he finds his niche here being a comedy action hero. Yeah. And he really stands out in this movie because he holds it up. He's, he's right out. He's right there with Idris Elba. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. It's the two of them like going at it, the going at time. it or him and him and uh, not Joel Edgerton, uh, Joel Kinnaman or whatever it is. Flag. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I think, I think he played ended up playing Robo. This guy that played Robocop in the new. Oh, I think you're ter- right. Terrifying. Robocop I think you're movie. right. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. That one was upsetting. Um, but he, uh, is, yeah, he, he was able to hold his own and, you know, just, you know, in terms of the action scenes and stuff, I mean, he looks, you know, he looks great. I think. And I just, I, but he was really funny. I'm saying, but I just want to say, like, he's really funny. And I hope, I hope that, you know, as a wrestling fan, I want people to, like, look at somebody like him and just maybe put an eye towards wrestling and just kind of take a critical eye yeah. towards that. Because I think he's, you know, he represents, like, the best of what we what, what it is. Yeah. I think, too, with John Cena why he works really well in comedy. And I think he would also see this with somebody like a John Hamm. I think Chris Maloney does this too. They're not afraid to look weird and they're not afraid to look silly. Right. And like John Cena looks fucking ridiculous in that helmet. Yeah. So that's a weird helmet. It's a weird helmet. He doesn't care. He's going to lean into it. He's standing in the middle of the jungle in tidy whiteies. They're going to give a fucking close up shot of his bulge. He doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like he's not, he doesn't, at least if he seems to care about that sort of thing, it doesn't come across in the movie. Like you see John Hamm when he was on 30 Rock with the hook hands and like, he doesn't care if he looks ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to be like, Banjo! <laughs> Pretty much, right? Like, just awful shit. But I mean, like, he doesn't care if he looks fucking ridiculous and I, I have to give that up to him because you would think somebody like John Cena where wrestling is so image focused yeah. and you know, you have to look this way. You have to look strong. This has to be this way. He doesn't care if he looks silly. Yeah. Like he's going to lean into it and just go with it. And I think it makes for a better performance. Yeah. So yeah, I thought he was really good in this movie. Um, even though you got like weird squiggly veins, but he was, <laughs> he was very funny. I really enjoyed the part where he just like, deadpans being like, I love peace with all my heart and I will kill everybody. I have to get it. Like, I was just like, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, yeah but- I, I enjoyed that. I loved his overly ridiculous gun. Yeah. Where it was like, he, it was like that barrel was like the God killer gun. Yeah. It was like two feet long. And um, yeah, him and Idris Elba just going at it because they didn't like each other. Cause they were basically the same person. Right. Uh, with the same background. It was, it was good. Um, I was, I was happy to see it. Uh, I thought his, you know, little fight with Flag there was great. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it, was, it, was, it was a. It was, there's some. There's some really good action in there. Yeah. I mean, there's some ridiculous action in there oh, too. Oh, there's some absolutely ridiculous like, action. Just, like the stuff with like Harley. Yeah. Like again with Harley, like this is the thing. Like, I did I, love that she got her. Um, at the very beginning, she was in that outfit from the comics, that like black and that like kind of muted black and red uh-huh. with the jacket. She wears that a lot in the comics. Okay. And she got that outfit like at the very beginning. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm happy to see this. Yeah. The thing that I always talk about with Harley, it's, but the thing with Harley is the same reason I have a problem with the Joker mm. in that I don't really buy them as being as invincible as everybody makes them out to be. 
Yeah. I mean, Harley, I could see more so because she's an actual because she actually does way more fighting than the Joker does, at least from what I'm. I've oh yeah, I mean, she's basically she helps to be his muscle because the Joker doesn't do any fighting; he pays people to fight for him. Right, and so he does. So she does, you know, a lot of fighting in this movie, and she's she takes on like everybody and beats them all which i kind of always thought and i don't know if it's ever been fully explained and it might be in the comics somewhere well does she i mean i know she has like heightened reflexes but But, she doesn't have like well i was gonna say i think when she got dumped into the acid she got some sort of like strength okay i mean i guess i could buy that that's how i look at it and whether or not that is actually true i don't know i've never seen that i'm sure it's there somewhere i have i've never read all the harley you know i haven't read the harley quinn oeuvre Um, because I'm, I'm not a huge Harley fan. I do think Margot Robbie does a great job with her. Mm -hmm. I like her. She's really, she's really taking a hold of that character. She gets it. Like she knows who she's supposed to be. I liked her in Birds of Prey a lot. Yeah. I thought that was a lot of fun. I liked her here. I didn't necessarily think this was the best use of her story wise, because even though I'm really glad somebody in a fucking superhero movie got laid because mm. nobody ever fucks in these movies. You look like golden gods and nobody's fucking. Are you kidding me? Like everybody should be fucking constantly right. anyway, because everybody has amazing bodies. But, um, so I'm glad she got fucked. I'm glad somebody got fucked. However, I didn't need the, like, she's going to go to this guy's house and dress up in a dress and like be his boyfriend. I would have rather seen, she gets, he's going to like seduce her and her entire point is to kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She they, does we, end we, up we killing him. We didn't him. need all the. Yeah. She ends up killing him, but I would have just really liked her to just be like, oh, of course you think this is how it's going to go, but I'm just going to murder you right now because I'm not going to fall for your bullshit. I think I would have rather have seen that with Harley, but that's okay. Um, it was fine. There was like a whole thing she was doing and I was kind of like, meh. It didn't need to happen until the part where she starts trying to escape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm trying to think of as far as the other characters. We spent a lot of time, too, with uh, Ratcatcher 2. Yeah. I don't she, know how I feel about Ratcatcher you know, 2. I, 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 I am not... I don't know much about that character. I mean, I've heard of Ratcatcher. Yeah. But I'm not familiar with his... The, the daughter of Ratcatcher. Sure. I don't know anything about her. And which apparently uh, her father is uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Who I have do, to say, the crossover. You had Taika Waititi has one of the best careers in show business because he gets to direct whatever fucking movie he wants or TV show or whatever. But then he just sort of shows up in these random cameos to be very funny and endearing, and then like gets paid a shit ton of money. Yeah, and I'm like, he made he made like the good job, dude. He made like the posters and the you know the yeah. the, the credit the main big credits because he's a big deal. But you know, I mean, he's just in there for literally like five minutes. Yeah, maybe. You know. like maybe three tops. Oh yeah, no, he's you know he's uh yeah he's he's so he because he plays Ratcatcher's father. Yeah, he's Ratcatcher one. Ratcatcher one, <laughs> which apparently so he he died he's a he was a drug yeah, addict. Heroin, yeah. And then he died of a drug overdose. And uh you know, and they would you know he taught his daughter how to deal with rats and which apparently rats there are millions of rats everywhere at any given Th- point. That that was really upsetting. That was really upsetting. Well it's really upsetting there was also a lot of really upsetting things for me at that very end. I was like, oh no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just because it, cre- it grossed me out. No, yeah, but I know that was the point. But at the same time, I'm like, ugh, all those fucking rats. So apparently they're everywhere. 
Gross. She could control them with uh, just by pointing something. Like she could. She's got that like glowy. Well, she got. She has to have the stick, thing? and I'm imagining it's it's connected to some sort of mental waves. Yeah, or I'm something. A, yeah, I'm assuming. So she does that. We also got, which I kind of really liked. Uh, we got polka dot man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a real body horror take on Polka oh, Dot Man. Oh, absolute body horror take. But I kind of loved it because I was just like, everybody thinks Polka Dot Man sucks. Right? It's like, oh, and, and at the beginning, they're like, do you throw polka dots at people? And he does. But when they hit people, they melt them. And that was fucking cool. I'm surprised. Why does he just do that constantly? Oh. Like if he builds up, builds up enough of it, which apparently he keeps constantly building because the, the the idea is that he has it's, his a mom, vi- it's an interdimensional virus interdimensional virus that his mom who works at star labs gave him yeah and he builds up this 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 all this all these polka dots that are like glowing lumps in his body it's really oh, yeah that's really that's really fucked up it's really great because they start like it's not just that his skin glows it they like get raised in his he gets deformed basically <laughs> until he somehow like basically throws them all up Right, but I mean, but the fact that he's able to expel them and they are this devastating weapon, it's like, I understand, you know, why they're taking such precautions with him, but yeah. like, if he's such a, like a, like... That's power, man. It's power, yeah, it's like, it's power, like, why is he not doing more, in, is he like this in the comics? Right. Like, have I, they brought him back? And is he just out there just like, hey, Batman, blah, you know, Batman, because Batman can't fucking fight that shit. Oh no! You would melt Batman. You can melt Batman, Catwoman, Batman, he Superman, mel- and and Wonder Woman, and just just all just stand there. He's like, hi, Bleh. right? That's the thing. I was kind of and and that was sort of disappointing at the end because he gets flattened yeah. and he dies, which was fine that he died, but at the same time it was like you don't have to have Harley do this whole javelin thing into the eyeball, which was disgusting. Yes, you could have just had Polka Dot Man like. Shoot at its eye. It's literally the biggest part of Starro. It's in the center. It is gigantic. It would be difficult to miss. Melt the fuck out of his eyeball. Yeah, that would have been cool. Which would have been sweet, but he didn't. You need uh, all. You wouldn't need all those rascals. You could, you could, he could have melted a hole right through him. Yes, he could. And he melted like one of his legs. I'm like, yeah, but his that would be a harder target to hit. His eye is the biggest part of him. Hit it. Hit it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... But it was it was kind of cool to see that like weird body horror esque take on Polka Dot Man. I do enjoy a good body horror, yeah, uh, body horror explanation for like superhero stuff. Like it's kind of like the the one they they did this for the Hulk, yeah, where like instead of like Bruce Banner getting like the dual personality that's the Hulk and being turning green and strong, uh-huh. like he actually gets like cancer and full of lumps, but he can't. But the government won't let him won't let him die because they want to keep experimenting on him. Ugh. It's really like, but it's almost like that's yeah. I mean, you get hit with a fucking shit ton of radiation. Radiation, don't die. Right. You know, of I course mean, they're gonna experiment. Or, or like you know, Spider Man, you know, being bit by a radioactive spider. It's like he should end up like fucking polka dot man with fucking lump, lumpy yeah. face and. Or he should end up like those poor fucking Starro people. Yeah. Who were basically just walking corpses, and then like. Because then when they go to, so you have the thinker, which I don't know if I loved the whole head thing, but fine. I mean, it looks like he does in the comic. Yeah. They go to where Project Starfish is happening, and it's Starro, who had been captured by American astronauts back in the 60s or 
70s and brought here. Um, so they were doing experiments on him because he has, you know, those little starfishes that he shoots and they go on people's faces. So they're like, well, everybody underneath those stars are dead. Yeah. And then there was that one guy where they had pulled it up. It was just like an open fleshy face with like things. It was disgusting. Did you see that part? Yeah. When they were in the, which it was again, another like body horror esque, like it was gross. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's not just a matter of like, you know, cause I think of the comics, like, you can you take did, them off. You can take them off or they fall yeah. off or whatever. Yeah. You can like take it. But in the movie, they were like, nope, you get hit, you're dead. And you're just basically a zombie at this point. Yeah. So I thought Starro looked cool. Yeah. For a CGI starfish monster. Yeah. I, mean, I thought that was a pretty, it was pretty well represented. Yeah. I thought he looked good. Um, I, again, don't know why bloodshot Mr. Cool Marksman didn't shoot him in the eyeball. Yeah. We, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had guns that like, like, like that spinny became, gun thing. Yeah, becoming bigger guns, and he's just like, I can't hit this. Yeah, he kept hitting below it, and I'm like, dude, you're like such a great marksman that you literally shot through another guy's bullet about ten minutes ago, and you can't hit the eyeball. I feel like I could hit the eyeball, and I am probably a terrible shot. I have never shot a gun, but I feel like I could hit that eyeball because it's about eighty-seven feet wide. Yeah. No, it's it was it's 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 pretty ludicrous that they can't. Uh, the, nobody could shoot it, or nobody can like. I mean, like, Pe- like Peace Parker just. No, well, he wasn't around. He's, no, he, he died. Died in dies. Quotes. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he because there's a there's actually a post credit scene. Yeah, where John Cena where is John in the Cena hospital. is in the hospital, even though he was shot in the throat. Yeah. Oh yeah, he totally got shot in the throat. I forgot about that. He got shot in the throat by. Uh, uh, by, by, by his own, by yeah, but by Idrisalba because he he had the whole thing where it was calling back to like he was saying because he says something like I use smaller bullets yeah. that go through people's well guns. that was that was the thing it was like when they when Peacemaker met Bloodsport he was like I can shoot through I'm such a good shot I can shoot through a hole you already shot and not touch the sides. And Idris Elba goes, how do you do that? And he goes, smaller bullets. Even though he's got this gun that shoots these gigantic bullets. Right. So then at the very end, when that's when he, Peacemaker in his two and a half foot barrel gun, shoots at Idris Elba. Idris Elba has the smaller bullet that goes right through the center and kills him. And he goes, how'd you do it? And he goes, smaller bullets. Yeah. 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 Um, so he, so. And I'm like, you can't hit the fucking eye. You just hit that bullet. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I mean, especially if the eye is that easy to pe- penetrate, it's an eyeball. I mean, because 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 Harley just dives through it. Oh, it's so gross. It's pretty gross. That was really upsetting. I was like, ew, like, ew and eye then water. The rats go in there and start eating. Yeah, that's the pretty. That, that's that, that. That had been fun to to write. Oh to yeah. Be like, to be like, it's like, all right. And then so like the rats, the rats go inside the eyeball. They start eating the eyeball. And then like Harley's in there and she's swimming in the she's fucking eye juice. in an eyeball with her eyes open. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Like what sort of nasty disease did you just get? Yeah, she should have like some sort juice. of space disease. There's space eye juice in every crevice now. That is, it, that cre- it was so gross. I was just like, oh God, I can't. It, it was just. It was disgusting. It was so that really grossed me out. Like polka dot man body horror didn't gross me out. Harley in an eyeball grossed me out. 
And then the other thing that grossed me out was just the visual of all the rats running up Starro. Yes. Because it reminded me of like when you have like sugar ants and they're like, you know, swarming a a popsicle a kid dropped Mm -hmm. and it's just a pile of fucking ants and it is disgusting and moving. And that's all. Oh, it was so gross. It was so gross. I was just like, oh my God. I like that like viscerally upset me. Yeah. So you have the eyeball on one hand and like this fucking mass of rats on the other. And I was just like, bleh, bleh, bleh. like Ooh. it was gross. Yeah. Like I can see a dude's face get blown off, but that grossed me. Yeah, the, like, yeah, that yeah, shit people, people's, me people's heads exploding and didn't bother me. Body parts being decimated nope, didn't, bother you know, didn't bother me but like anything like like eye trauma eye, eye trauma Ooh. eye juice trauma nope you know or, or a uh, giant pile of rats apparently really upsets me too the rats didn't bother me that much oh the know. rats upset me i was like oh my god that's if so it was like slugs or something if she was like slug catcher you know what? <laughs> honestly the slugs probably wouldn't have bothered me yeah i know the rats really to... upset me though <laughs> no i wouldn't be i wouldn't be okay with the slugs oh it was so gross and I, I get that's the point so then they they take down starro and but not before we get one of the starro zombies like looking at Bloodsport and going i was happy floating and looking at the stars and you're like oh so we're the bad guys in this story we're always the bad guys so humanity in general horrible we are the bad guys 100 percent correct america the bad guys of this movie because we're the ones who had project starfish and captured this poor thing and left it fucking tied up yeah for however long. And I'm like, oh, now I feel bad for this poor alien that was just happily floating in space, looking at stars until humanity comes and ruins it. We ruin everything. We really do. I mean, look what we've done to our own planet. I'm trying to think I've ever missing anybody to talk about. I mean, obviously, well, I, was there somebody else other than King Shark? Oh, I love King Shark. But was there somebody else? I'm trying to think. I think it was that that was, I think that was it as far as like on this main team. Because there was Flag. Yeah, so there was, Okay. But yeah, King Shark, voiced by uh, Sylvester Stallone. Um, what you call it? A uh, play played by uh, I guess in in the on the screen, uh-huh. like the CGI stuff played by Steve Agee. Oh, okay. Who was also I think one of the guys in the yeah he in was in like Amanda Waller's crew or crew whatever. yeah he was like watching which was like a fun job yeah. Just hanging out, doing the computer stuff. They were all betting on who was going to die. That yeah. was fun. Yeah, well, I mean, with Jesus, if you've been working with those people, oh, of course you know, you'd be betting like on who's going to die. I mean, of course, but uh, yeah, King Shark, you know, basically just there for uh, monster comedy relief. I, I really like, but he's King fun. Shark. I liked King Shark a lot. He's, he's, he's had some great depictions so far on TV. He really has. He was on the Flash TV show. He was. I don't remember much about that, but I obviously I remember, remember him, him yelling like "I'm a shark" or something. But he died like almost instantly, didn't he? I don't remember. I feel like he showed up at the end, and there was a real quick fight, and it was over. Yeah, I feel like he wasn't around very long. It wasn't what I wanted from King Shark. The Harley Quinn cartoon gave me really a lot of what I wanted from <laughs> King Shark because he's just like a hacker wearing shorts. I just love his little tiny glasses. <laughs> he wears, he's like, he's like, he's voiced by Tom Rod Funches. How yeah, much it was did? good. He's like, how are y'all doing? Yeah, I loved that. I love this one. 
where he's just like hand, you know, he's just funny. Um, but I also really did enjoy that scene where he like is in the Starro house. I forget what that thing's called. It has a German name and I can't remember. Yeah. It. And he like goes to see like this aquarium it has all these like cute little sea aliens. Yeah. Like little sea alien things. And they're like all his friend. And it's so cute and adorable. And he's so delighted. And then they're evil and they eat him. They try to eat him. Yeah. And I felt bad for King Shark because all he wanted was a friend. He just wants friends. He wants noms and friends. And that's all King Shark wants. Yeah. So, you know, he does, he does, he does a lot of eating people. And yeah. there's a lot of, I just, a lot of it where he's just like chomping on people, but like just kind of like casually eating them. It just, which, which makes you laugh. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then he makes a little peacemaker bomb and he's like, I made you know, like I made this for you. Yeah. you know? He's trying to be friends. He wants to be friends. And it's Sylvester Stallone being like, hey, hey, yo. And Idris Elba was friends with that rat at the end. Yeah, See, the, the one rat was fine. It was the mass of rats that creeped me out. Yeah, no, it's, one rat's fine, you know, because you get like a little ratatouille kind of. It was really cute. He had a, a little vest, a little rat vest. Rat vest. That was cute. <laughs> I just enjoy everybody being like, is that rat waving at me? <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of that. That's right. A lot, a lot, a lot of like, what's that, what's that rat doing? Yeah. But uh, I was actually, I, I did, again, there was a dick in this movie because there's one dude who gets just totally like murdered. Uh, but he's like, gets up and he opens his little blinds in that little jungle place. And he's Donald Ducking it. And he's Donald Ducking it or Winnie the Pooh. And he's just wearing a t shirt and no pants. And he just gets murdered and his dick flops off and he just dies. Wait, did he get shot in the dick? No, he got shot in the chest. But you watch his dick go, and then he's. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I and I was surprised. like, oh, what was it? That's a penis. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, surprise. They didn't shoot his dick off. No, no. Surprise, surprise. That would have been a thing. That you was... know, I bet they wanted to. They probably were like, you know what? We're going too far with this. Yeah. Even though we're literally shooting people in the face and their heads are exploding and everything like that it but, was very funny yeah but uh no you know what suicide squad good movie i enjoyed it yeah, you know it was if, you, if you have hbo max watch it you know i mean not so you can't you can't do much worse yeah. you know i mean you know i mean there's there's much worse superhero movies on there you know like new mutants yeah. So you know, if you had a if you had to pick between the two, definitely pick su- the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, please pick Suicide Squad. It was the, it was good. The Suicide Squad. I'm sorry, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, the other one's not good. Um, I didn't appreciate the other one, which we know because we've talked about it here. But this one I I liked. I thought that was fun. Um, however, it was you know you still Captain Boomerang. Was he played by Jai Courtney in yeah. both? Yeah. He gets murdered. Yeah, he gets murdered like instantly. Rick Flagg was played by the same guy in both. Yep. Harley's in both. Amanda Waller's in both. Yeah, I think that's about... I'm trying to think. I, think I, feel like some, I feel like there's somebody else that we might be forgetting. But yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was fun. Yeah, good flick. Definitely check it out if, you, uh, if you're if you so inclined. And uh, I guess that's about it for us. Covered a lot of ground here today. I'm proud of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad Jenna's back. Yeah. Next week, we'll talk about comics. We'll have a comic to talk about. I have some stuff uh, pulled aside for us to uh, cover. Mm-hmm. So we can uh, dive right into those and uh, get back on track with those comics as you guys were uh, were probably expecting 
Um, but yeah, no, it was just, we definitely felt like it was need, we needed to talk about the movie and uh, just catch up. Yeah. So that's that's what we're doing today. But uh, thanks for listening, folks. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Um, find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. And uh, also, I've been trying to get our show on other things. And uh, you can also find our show on uh i'll try to i'll try to do each episode uh something on uh g potter the fuck's that that's a it's a podcast service okay where you can listen to our podcast g potter g p o d d e r good potter good potter good potter so if you're on good potter uh which i, I actually i think i've seen people like it on their stats it tells you like you know it's like who who listens to something where oh and sometimes you'll see like random like things that people are used that people apparently listen to our show on oh. so it's pretty well uh, at this point anything's got to be better than the fucking iTunes podcast app that they fucked up again yeah well actually does uh, the numbers I guess something was going on with the numbers recently where they there was a bug that the the numbers were. Uh, all jacked. All jacked up. So, well, whatever they did to like, um, so you know, I listened to that RuPaul Drag Race yeah. recap podcast, and you can set it up so it's almost like a Patreon where you can like subscribe and pay money. Yeah. But doing that means nobody can download your free episodes. That's so, stupid. At least at that point, like when it first came out, because then that's what Joe Batanz was just like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, like so they, he's doing the, they're doing the subscription model. He was going to. He was going to. Um, okay. so yeah, he was going to do it. What a bummer. And then he like found out that it just made everything subscription and that's not what his intention was. So he had to like back it up yeah. and this say, is, sorry, sorry, never mind," Because it just like locked everything. No, this is a free podcast guys. Yeah. Oh, free so, podcast. Free podcast. Thanks guys for, for checking us out. And, uh, angry hero 79 on YouTube. Check me out there. And, uh, Jen's WordPress. JenSansfield.wordpress.com. That's about it. So once again, folks, thanks for listening. We'll talk again next time. Bye.